With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 764 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles. Joined today, just Ben Funky Askren. Just me and the funky one. One-on-one in the octagon of FRL. And it's going to be a fun one because the brackets are out. We've talked about them for a while. Off disgust. And off disgust. Now they're here. And it's, it's, a, it's a great day. And Ben, I'm curious for your thoughts. I obviously have many, but I want yours. Well, I, my first thought is when I was driving yesterday, I was going to practice listening to you guys. And you said oft. And I was sitting like, did everyone just decide it was too much to say off it, oft in? And then they're like, let's just cut this thing out, the E-N. And then now it's off. Like, where'd they come up with that word? I don't know. I would like to think off was first, and then... Um, you think so? I don't know. It's, it's, it sounds like an older word, you know? It does sound like an older word, something they say in Old English, like oft. Yes. See? There you go. And that was talking brackets with Ben Askren. Um, yeah, I mean, I, so I think 174 is the, the worst. So let's start there. Okay. I don't let's know start, what the hell they're doing here. Start with the worst. Okay. I, uh, I, have, some, uh, I have some beefs here as well. well I'm curious okay, for yours. You we'll see where yeah, we align. So, well, I kind of like it because Mako at 11 got about the best six he could because he was beating Plot. Plot, I think somehow they justified Plot beating O'Malley because O'Malley's way high at eight, and Plot's highest win is O'Malley. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they move O'Malley up to justify Plot moving up. But, you know, in reality, um, I don't really have a problem with Makai at two, Mass at three. That's fine. I, I could have seen those being flipped because Mass's only losses are Staraki. Um, Highly at four, that's fine. Kemmer at five, okay. Kind of thought it's now. This is where it gets wacky. I don't know how you get plot to six. Plot didn't beat nobody. Not not a person. Michael O'Malley. I don't know how you got O'Malley to eight. He also didn't beat anybody. So somehow you got him to eight, and you moved Ethan Smith to seven. And Labrola, I know you hate Labrola at the nine, but if you just move Plot and O'Malley down, then Smith goes to the six and and Labs goes to the seven, and that's fine, you know, like not a big deal. Yeah, so, um, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I do know what you're saying. I, I think one one thing you're gonna you're gonna notice with these seeds is if you accumulate um, a, a decent number of quality wins, which quality is like sort of debatable, but um, you know qualifierish type of guys, you get a lot of credit. So if you accumulate a lot of those and you don't take a lot of losses, but I mean, some pl guys, but plot, didn't. you know, you know, plot plots, pl plots, plots didn't. Lost. Who, who are his wins in the field? Um, well, that, in the field, he beat, was, uh, okay, he beat, I'll, I'll tell you, he beat Peyton Mako, Dennis Mako. Robin, he beat Lance Runyon, who beat him, he beat Anthony Mantanona, uh, he beat Cade DeVos, I think Joel Devine, he beat, um, Hayden but Hastings, like the highest, Anthony okay, Mantanona, so but listen, to listen to the, but listen, Ben, the accumulation, yeah, it's the accumulation. accumulation, Anthony Mantanona again, Michael O'Malley, um, and I don't know if so I O'Malley's is highest. O'Malley's is highest, and O'Malley's too high. And Mako, you know, like if Mako would say down went down to the thirteen, like that's kind of fair, you know. Um, and so I guess Mako's beat DeVos, so you can't move him any lower than that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought that was, yeah. I, yeah. I, I move I move plot down to like the nine. Well, I I, so eight, I, nine, I do think plot that? I do think plot's high. I do think O'Malley's high because I. Okay. But that's just my own personal preference of how I view measuring and comparing elite wrestlers. It's like you yeah. you have to – to me, having elite wins is more impressive than accumulating a lot of ranked wins that are from guys behind yeah. you. If you don't beat anyone yeah. in front of you, it's, I just have a hard time – I just have a hard time I, with that. But th for I'm me, the most egregious thing – I mean, l the Labriola at the nine is just saying you should forfeit. You should forfeit. Mike yes. Labriola should have forfeited to uh, Ethan Smith. He should not have taken that match. I mean, and that's—I don't agree with that. I don't think. It's, but if, but if you want to, same thing with Karchla also. Then, um, how how so with Karchla? Well, because he's probably at the four or five if he doesn't, uh, if he doesn't wrestle Hamidi. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so, it but is. but it's worse with Labriola because he already had this the win over Ethan Smith, and then sure. he lost to him, and he did not get yeah. an opportunity to, um, you know, and then Michael Kimmer enacted then, the guess, freeze resume button, which if if Mike Labriola hits the freeze resume button before the Ethan Smith match, I doubt he's the he's not going to be the nine, and he's probably not yeah. behind Ethan Smith, and he's not looking at a um. You know, a quarterfinal match means, with the national um, champ. Obviously, then I mean, yeah, because now Labs got the win over. I mean, he's got a lot of good wins. Uh, Lout, O'Reilly, Smith, uh, but essentially, Michael Kemmerer bumped up over Labs by by forfeiting to him at nationals. Or sorry, in, in the Conti semis. I don't want to say nationals. Yeah, I mean, Conti he's semis. not. He's nine and two. I mean, Kemmerer's nine and two. That's one thing I don't I don't understand. And like, so I think there's a. I, I, part of me, I'm okay with it because I know where about Kimmer is, but I just for Labriola, I just think it's wrong. Um, I don't. I think they messed that up. I think Plot's way yeah. too high. Plot lost to Runyon this year. He lost to the Missouri backup. I forget his name. Uh, I, Sean Harmon. I, I, I. But I think you know, the the losses thing are, is sort of. It it doesn't matter. I think there's just a lot of. It's hard to see 33 guys and put them in in the right order, but. There's a um, common sense clause that's that's missing in all yeah. this. I don't think this one's that hard. Like, I, you know, honestly, if you because once you get to the like, 
say past like 13, it's like, uh, you know, kind of mix them, mix them up a, l- a little mm-hmm. bit to a certain extent. I mean, don't, don't put them all down and say 29, but you know, you can mix them up a little bit, but when you, when you have someone like a Labriola who should probably be, uh, you know, I'll move Smith to the six, him to the seven. And then I really don't think anyone complains that much after that. If you do those two things. Yes. I, I mean, I think if you base it on, yeah. Exactly. I mean, Labriola beat Kimmerer, who beat Plot. I mean, how? I mean, sometimes yeah. they they make it that simple, and you can kind of see, oh, he's ahead of this guy. Like like with Plot mm-hmm. and O'Malley. Oh, he's ahead of him because of the head to head. But in, yeah. in certain scenarios, it's kind of thrown out. So yeah. that, and that O'Malley was... has like almost no good wins. So I, you know, I, he's another one where I'm like, eh, I don't know how he got to eight. I'll I'll, I'll look up his resume real fast again. But I, I did last night. Um, I'm like, dude, how did he get to the eight? I, I have no idea. So there's I will a, tell you. There's a I think few. I think they rewarded Compers Champ really heavily, Christian. They like it. They like it a lot. So Which, he, he has a loss to Fine Silver. He has the loss to Plot. He beat the Incontrera twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his his other win was uh, Foca, but injury default, so they don't count those. You know? No. Nope. Like. Oh, he beat Incontrera three times actually. But besides who besides that, who did he beat? And Incontrera is uh seventeen. What, he, seventeen, like that's not really a high win. Like, how do you justify an eight? Because they they're saying the accumulation of quality wins is But that's it. Paramount. Those are he has three, it's the same guy. Conference, he's got um yeah, I don't it's not right. I mean it's not, that makes Jake no Logan sense. Jake Logan qualified, right? Jake Logan did not qualify. And I don't see no Jake Logan on no, here. No, I don't think Jake Logan qualified. So yeah, I mean those like I think you could uh, bump O'Malley like way past like Cade DeVos or I mean he lost to Fine Silver, so you could easily bump him past Fine Silver. I think they really rewarded being a conference champ, um, but you know I could be wrong there. Yeah, well I mean, which Nine which is house? which is a which is a flawed thing because yes. not all conference the conferences couldn't be less equal. Right and and it can't overwhelm your what you did all season because the season needs to matter too. Correct. So seventy four, yeah. I think, was a mess. Um, I don't. I think probably the worst in terms of rewarding. Well, so another one where they rewarded the conference champ, and it just so happened to be Oklahoma State. And I looked through the resume, and I'm like, I don't know how they got here. Uh, G Feller at the nine. I was like, how'd they get here? Because um, when I read looked through his resume. Like Yaya at 19's got way better wins than he does, and Donian's got better wins than he does. Um, I don't know how Lovett's got better wins than he does. I don't know how they got G Feller to the nine. So G at the nine. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure either. What's his yeah, best I'll, win? I will read through it real quick. So he's got the McDougal. He got real Budo. McDougal again. He lost to Murin. Mm-hmm. Beat Edmund. Edmund Deegan. Mm-hmm. Real Budo, but these guys aren't super high ranked. But, right? but what's His what is it? Wins, you know what Demas. it is. Demas, Demas, Demas ain't wrestling. Mm-hmm. He lost Abbas. Lacus. Lacus um, ain't high. I know. What's it's it? the he beat Abbas. I mean, it's the accumulation. But it's when you accum- can't, okay, but but I was I I know you agree with me because we but we kind of think the same way and stuff. Like if you could beat fifty seven guys ranked twenty through thirty three, that doesn't mean you're nine. That yeah, means you're freaking 19. That means yeah. you're 19. And then you got to beat some other dudes. <laughs> yes. It's very obvious. But they 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 look about look at it a different way. Um 33 obviously stands out. I mean, we talk about we invented an island. 
DeSanto Island, and we know where he is. We know he's the third he's best guy. It's there's uh, this is where you need to enact a common sense clause. Even how though I don't justify, how do you, how do they justify this? How do they justify it? I don't know because you've got because here's here's one of the huge flaws in it. It is better to lose to someone who is absolutely a non-factor, non-qualifier mm-hmm. bad wrestler than it is to lose to someone in your strata. It is it is more yeah. heavily punished. It doesn't matter that Mikhail McGee lost to a non-NCA qualifier. Who who was it? Joe Greenwood. Right. He lost to a non-qualifier. Okay, the guy's not in the field. He went 0-2 at his conference tournament. That did not impact McGee's seed at all. He got the three because he beat Ragason. He's accumulated a, a high number of ranked wins. And that bumps Who's the next him. guy besides Ragason he beat? Um, I don't think he beat Bird. I'm looking at Bird. Um, uh, Connor Brown, Devin Turner. I uh, beat beat Philippi. Philippi's kind of high. He beat Ragason. Uh, Madrigal, Hudkin, all Hudkin behind. Medical. They're all yeah. behind. They're, those guys are all behind. Yeah. I'm not saying he should be the ten. It's not a great resume. Uh, they're saying he should be the five. Okay, the I'm. Here's who he should be behind. He should be behind RBY and Dayton and Austin DeSanto. Now, for sure, um, Corbin Myers. I, that's 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 that should be the four five. McGee and Myers should yes. be the four five, and Austin is the three. I think that is yeah. that is kind of clear at this point. But they didn't do that. But for for Austin in Iowa, Iowa has some really interesting opportunities because they're going to have potentially Penn State in a few big semis. Potentially. Yeah. Austin should have Roman in the semis. Michael Kimmer should, could have. Could. could Carter Starachi. He's never lost to Hayden Heidley. Going back forever and always. Um, always. So you you have an opportunity to beat someone you've beaten before and send a Penn State national champion to consolations. So that's a huge opportunity. Is it a, are they long shots? Based on this season, I would say yes. But. If they do it, if the, if I was going to find the way in the team title, guys like Austin and guys like Michael are going to need to get those kinds of wins. Um, so in some ways, the draw for Austin can be more beneficial because who do you think – we talked about this yesterday some. Who do we think Austin has a better chance of beating, Roman or Dayton? Neither. Neither. There's someone neither. he is more likely to beat, and I think it's no. Roman. No, yes. it's neither. What if they're both zero? Then, then, it's, then it's zero. Not. Now, come on, Ben. This is where you sound ridiculous. Zero. How? Uh, he He's beat literally him? beaten Roman Bravo Young twice. Yeah, like four years ago. Not four it's years been a ago. Long, how long? It's been a really long and time. And since that time, what? He's beaten Three? by one, one point, four. You know what, Ben? He, he might be it, about one point every single time. They wrestle 100 times. It might be 100 times in a row. Might it might not though. He hasn't got a takedown in six matches, Christian. Not a takedown. He can't ride. How's he gonna beat him? He could get a stall call or he could take him down. We need Johnny Quick stall if we want to get DeSanto a win. If we want to get him to we this, need to hire we can the hire finals. the specific we can hire the specific referee we need. Johnny Quick stall. <laughs> boom. RBY backs up first step. Boom, hit him right hit away. Him, hit him with the quick stall. We need that guy. Uh, so I mean, listen. I think you're being overly dismissive. I of, think it's of really small, really, really, really small. Let's see. Okay, when's the last time 
uh, uh, he beat DeSanto. 2019. Um, 2019. Okay. Uh, th- it is literally three years ago, though. Yeah. You said four. Okay. okay. I was a year off, but. Dang, he also smashed Austin Gomez and Wrestlebacks there. Wow. Yeah, he's kind of good. Wild. Kind of good. Okay, yeah. so that thirty three is is a thirty three. No, they good. did it wrong. It's wrong. You, you can't. Wrong. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're wrong. You know you're wrong. To quote Kamal Bay, that's not that's not how you see this weight. Uh, is Philippi going to pose any issues for Austin DeSanto? Because Philippi is a twelve, but I think he was a four one year. He does have a win over Dayton Fix, and he's really tough on top. That's the the Philippi win over Dayton Fix is is our uh, Caleb Young over Ryan Deacon, twice. Yeah, twice, same tournament. Uh, so they've wrestled, um, and la- they wrestled NCAs, and DeSanto majored him thirteen to five. Yeah, yeah so. DeSanto actually his, re- his resume actually is not that great this year. Yeah, um, and that's that's what it what it is. So he's got a Shriver win, a bunch of D three wins, Adasayev, which is a, in the mid twenties somewhere, Orin, who's not high. Berwick, who I think is a 32 or something. And then, I, you know, that's so conference is where he got all his wins. He Bird. beat Bird and Cannon, both who are, uh, I think, the seven and the 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, right. it he's he's at the five. So that, that one definitely stuck out. For as we bounce around here, Drew Hildebrand. Let's go to 25. The, yeah. Let's oh, do it. good. Drew, Drew Hildebrand, Drew Hildebrand at, the at the 16. Yeah. Oh, damn. They got him. They got him. Then Noto, I didn't realize Noto's 29 and 1. Yeah. Like, I don't know who he beat. That's a pretty damn good record at the Division One level. It is. Uh, and he's, that's a lot of matches as well. He, yeah, this is not a gimme for, for Drew for, for obvious reasons. The guy's been good and Drew didn't look great at, at Big Tens. Um, the draw's not great for Drew because if you win, you're getting sent back down in the wrestlebacks against uh, Soriano. But I looked at his path back. So assuming he beats uh, beats Noto and loses at 181, he's going to get the loser at 182, which is going to be a combination of McKee or Schroeder in the second round wrestleback. Which, so Schroeder, if Schroeder beats Latona and McKee beats... Uh, Caleb Smith, the loser of or it that could be match. Latona too. I mean, I I wouldn't be shocked to see it is first match off the scale, but um, Latona's been starting to look better. So like the Schrader shorter match is not unwinnable for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have some combination of Schroeder, Latona, or McKee in his r- wrestlebacks early for Drew if he loses to Soriano. Oh yes. Um, if he loses to, it's interesting if he loses to Noto. Okay. So then loser of 12 gets loser of 11, which is the pigtail. So he's going to win that one. And then yep. loser of 188, which is going to be Teske or Certain, because that Vito's going to beat one yeah, of those guys. He's going to beat one of them. So Teske and Certain feels like a tough first-round match too, but like I, I think that's probably relatively where they should be seated. I kind of thought Mastro got bumped up a little bit higher than I thought he would be. Master had a very good Big Twelves, and they they rewarded third him place. for it. Yes, and that was third place at a at a deep weight. So I think yeah. that's probably fine. Now let's look at Drake's. So Drake's gonna have Gutierrez round one. Okay, it's kind of a tough matchup. You think so? Why do you think so? Um, he just he Gutierrez wrestles hard, and he's pretty tough. And if Drake's not all the way healthy, um, that's not like a gimme. 
Okay. I, I, I guess kind of the way I feel about 125 right now is that um, the there's not a huge separation. Like it goes kind of like I say, I look at Taylor Lamont at 21. Like he's pretty tough. Sam Latona at 24. He's pretty damn tough, you know? And so like in some of these brackets, like if the 24 beat the nine, I'd be like, come on, dude, that ain't happening. Um, and But in this bracket, like if you told me Sam Latona went all the way back to an All-American spot, I, I believe you, you know, Joey Prada at 19, Chauver at 23, Terakini at 20. You know see what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot yeah. of guys who are low who are like, man, if any of those dudes I mentioned made a deep run, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I see it. Mm-hmm. No doubt. So parody. looking at, assuming a Drake win and then a loss to Courtney, he's looking at like the, uh, a combination of Taylor Lamont or Malik Heinzelman in an early wrestleback. Malik beat him this year. Lamont is always pretty dangerous. So mm-hmm. that's that's tough. And then tough. if he loses, he, he'll eventually get the loser 344 that quarter, which will be the Vito Mastro or D'Agostino loser. So whoever Vito beats in that quarter, probably Mastro or D'Agostino. But then... That's yeah, I mean, a- even though, like, when you move up here, Christian, so, you know, you said, like, Drake at 13, you could, I, I could envision him losing some of these low rank guys, but it's like, he just went to the buzzer with uh, Barnett, you know, and then yes. Mastro, Mastro had to come from behind to beat his backup. So it's yes. like, I could see him losing some low rank dudes, but I could also see him beating the, the six or the seven, like, they were right there. Yeah, so I, I think. He's he has a winnable path to the an, a navigable path to all American status for sure. Provide, but now you know you get one crazy upset if Killian Cardinal somehow drops his match to Lamont or Heinzelman, then he's going to have someone like that early in the wrestlebacks. But I mean, I don't think that's likely. But those are the things that do happen at NCAs. So thirteen is not bad, all things considered, for Drake, in my opinion. Um. There's for, a lot of places. There's a lot of places to go there that, um, and you know, there's there's probably gonna be a lot of upsets. So it's kind of hard to fully guess the path. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. So we talked about 33. Um, 41. It, it, yeah, let's go to 41. Where meet your chart first round was one that, but then you look at it, you're like, yeah, that's probably about where they should be right there. Yeah, ten and six is 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 tough to get a very high seed, and I don't know if. I don't know if it's a good early because you knew Michich was going to get a bad seed, right? So is yes. Hart, is Hart a good matchup? Because Hart, okay, on the one hand, tough I think top. he's tough on top, and St- Stevan's having a hard time getting off the bottom. But on the other hand, Stevan's going to make his money on his feet, and I think that's a vulnerability at times for Hart. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So if he makes it, he's going to probably need two takedowns against Alan Hart, which are tough to come by. But if he can get him, yeah. he can maybe make that match interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think they this way at least they got the first seven for, right for sure. You know, and I think Willits and, and Hart make sense at the eight nine. Um, it just it's none of those weights where there's a lot of parity. So when you look at like uh, say Parker Phileas's first round at the thirteen twenty, those mm-hmm. guys are both are both tough. Red and Dresden Simon at the fourteen and nineteen, you're like, damn, really? How'd they match up first round? Um, so a we- a week of- ago, that would have been unthinkable. That's a that's a two top ten seeds yeah. in all likelihood. Yeah, a week ago, those would have been like say the seven and the ten or something to that effect. Right, right. I I yeah. felt looking at one forty one, which is what's confusing about it, is like I thought, oh, mostly right here. I thought 
thought it made a lot of sense. But yeah. Um, but it does still feel weird. It does still feel a little weird with some of these guys. But I, I think they did a good yeah. job with 41. 49. Do you? Oh, well, sorry. One last question here because I, I think this one is pretty simple. Um, do you think Red Red Simon posed any threat for Seabass round two? Because say your Seabass, I think. Um, say like a Dra- Dragon Mueller is a 21, right? Which mm-hmm. is kind of close to, um, wouldn't you rather see one of those two second round than Red or Simon? Yeah, obviously, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Th- and that is a weird thing. But like, man, Rivera, I'm yet to see a match where I don't think he looks amazing this whole year. Yeah, yeah. Even at conference, he incorporated it out, but he looked good before that. He, w- he was killing. So I've, I feel pretty confident he's going to, I mean, he, I like his draw to the semis but with with little issue there for him. And I think similarly for – I think Jaden's got a, a nice draw. It's, it's tough that he could have Ryan Jack in the second round because they, they he gave him kind of a nightmare yeah, match. match. Yeah. But I feel like that was like a turning point match for Jaden too because he stopped – he almost lost to Dresden Simon. He almost lost to Ryan Jack. And then he kind of regained his form after that. So I'm not, I'm not sure, yeah. but now he's – He's obviously injured, so how much is that going to hinder him? We'll see. Well, right. so what? Do you, okay, what do you think about forty nine? Um, Hiles only loss is to Milner. He doesn't have a lot of matches, mm-hmm. right? And Milner only has one loss, which is a defensive fall to Parco. Um, and he has more solid wins, I guess you'd say. Not not a ton still because of where he wrestles. Um, but I feel like obviously you could have maybe made the argument to slide those guys up, uh, maybe above how oh, I guess Parco had a good year too. So maybe you can't. Well, Parco, yeah. well, Par- Parco beats Milner. That, that kind of sets that one t- lost. Who's Parco's one loss? You know to? who he lost to. Oh God. Move his ass down. The goat. Down. I, oh God. Bowden. That's, yeah. Uh, so Bo Bartlett beat Parco, which um, Bo Bartlett's win is Parco. Bartlett Bartlett Colin Rilbuto is an interesting first round match, for sure. Definitely winnable for Colin, but I mean, yeah, I don't want to say coin flip, but that's that match is competitive. Man, I didn't realize Bryce Andonia only has eleven matches this year. It's not that's, a lot, but he has some in those eleven matches. He's got some good wins. Yes, yeah, that's why he's, so he's as got, high as eleven. Uh, yeah, so he's got uh, a fine silver win, a Sherman win, a fine silver win, Edmund Rilbudo, Madrigal. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got he's got a Sasso and two Tariq losses. I mean, that's yeah. I think if you look at Andonian's draw, you probably are, you probably sign up for it, right? Round you got yeah. Br- Brignola in round one, then you have Milner in round two. Milner's tough, but Mil- Milner's tough. He's really tough. Yeah. And I think he might be disciplined enough to stay on the leg attacks and not play Andonian's game. I maybe. We'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah. The the interesting thing here is Sammy the four. Now, I'm not saying they seeded it wrong. I'm saying if Sammy forfeits in the Big Ten finals, he's opposite Yanni Diakamahalis. That's basically a fact. And don't think the coaches aren't noticing this, and all they want to do is, you know, they want to set themselves up right, and no. you're going to see it more and more uh, unless they do something to mitigate it, unless they get out in front of it, unless they show they're not out in front of it. Actually, they they will be 100 percent behind it, behind the trend already. But 
they got to real start to reel it in because there's there's just too many cases where it's demonstrated if you had forfeited you would be in a better spot than if you had wrestled um yes and yeah that's what I, I, listen, I think um i really think that the law forfeits counting as losses um will solve quite a few issues yeah i i think it i think it's it has to happen. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, th- say it out loud. It is it better. Loud. It is better. Say it, say it proud. It is better to lose uh, by quitting a competition. It is better to lose by quitting and refusing to take the mat than it is to take the mat and lose by one. It yeah, is I better mean, uh, to the, quit. Uh, the obvious, the obvious uh, refutation of that is that people really get hurt and if say let's say Carter Storaki got actually injured you know and um he wasn't able to finish the tournament let's say, let's just say it's midlands or somewhere earlier mm-hmm. and he's not able to finish the tournament it goes semi slide loss 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 are you actually going to count those three losses against him you know what i'm saying like yeah i mean that, that would be the obvious but yes i mean listen i think i think i'm willing to take that risk at this point at, at this point i think you yes you look at it, um, and no, no one's saying you don't get to qualify. No one's saying it. You, you know, you can't wrestle yeah. in the tournament, and, but it needs yeah, to count. Yeah, may, maybe in that scenario, if with Carter Soraki, he's got enough highly ranked wins that he still goes number one. You know, like if there's a number one like that, that he still goes number one because he's got enough other really good wins. Right. You know, yeah. if if okay, well, think about this. On the one oh. hand, I'm I'm with you, Ben. Like. Uh, I, I see the problem where if a guy gets legitimately injured, injured and has to forfeit out of something, then they don't get the whatever. But think about in team sports, you know, if you know you're playing the number one team in America and their best players out and you beat them, no one's that doesn't uh, in, when the rankings come out, they don't get penalized because you know Chris Weber didn't play for Michigan that day. Um, yes. That's the last. Uh, that's the last college basketball Weber? game I watched. Yeah. Is he like? Uh, He's like years been old retired now? from the NBA for probably fifteen years, and I'm referencing his college career. Um, that was the first name that came to mind. That's so I, I think for you know in other sports you have this example, and the, the guys aren't penalized. Um, and I know it's team sport versus individual. Just food for thought. Fifty-seven. Uh, okay. They so hate are Brady Berg. Are we good? Hold on, are we gonna enact that clause? Which clause? I'm enacting For, it. Forfeits count as losses. Let's just yeah, tell them it's, it's done enacted. Deal. Yeah, it's, it's enacted. It's enacted. Yep. Okay, for next year, done deal. That's it. They uh, gotta do something. Thirty is sixteen. Hmm. So he finished fourth at conference, right? Yes. Yes. Luan because... made the finals. He lost oh. to Caleb Young third. No, no, no. He definitely beat Caleb Young twice, dude. He did not get. Oh. Uh, um, what am I thinking here? I don't know. You're thinking wrong. Well, then, oh, yeah, beat, well, yeah, beat Caleb Young in the quarters, and they beat mm-hmm. him for third, and they still put him that low? Yes, yes. So on the one hand, you've got these one-semester guys are, are playing a dangerous game because if you only wrestle 11 matches, weird things can happen. But you got two head-to-heads over the nine, and you're 16? I don't understand it. And when your losses are to Let's see. the number one seed at one or number three seed at one sixty five, which so that doesn't even count. The sixty five matches don't count. His and his only other loss is to number eight, Will Luan. 
So, I... Damn, I forgot he's got a win over Cam and me, and I forgot that one. Yeah, it doesn't count because it doesn't count for anything. And this is where yeah. the common sense clause needs to kick in. It's like, okay, yeah, he's a little hamstrung because he hasn't wrestled many matches, but... We know what Caleb Young is. Caleb Young's been in the streets. He beat him twice, including at the conference tournament, where he placed oh. third. You can't tell me conference performance really, really matters, and then you get well, third yeah, in a tough conference. It feels and, like, yeah, feels like conference placement matters in a lot of these other matches or brackets. Yes, yes. Weird. I so I don't. I didn't understand that. It doesn't make sense. And it's it is a uh, unlike the Hildebrandt one. I I need to re look at his path. Yeah. So, Someone someone paid off Penn State because they put Hildebrand and Pergie at 16. Paid oh, they don't State? want him on the front side. So think about this. That's not good. So I think Berge c- can beat Willits. Um, and Tough match. Let's assume he loses to Carr at 213. So you lose at 213, you're going to get the, the 89-90. So that's, that's going to be winnable. It's probably be like White Sheets, Andrew Cerniglia, Johnny Lovett. That's winnable. But yep. the loser mm-hmm. at 214... Is Caleb Young Will Lewan? So yeah, what does that mean? Lewan. A combination, oh, that a combination wow. of Young Lewan or Berge. One's basically guaranteed to not. That place. means we get we got high drama in the wrestlebacks. Real fast. high drama, high high drama. Now let's see. Uh, hypothetically, wow. if Berge loses to well, Willits in round one, it's hard to anticipate or, him wrestling back. Yeah, or or Young or uh, Luan could also lose first round, which would set up a different matchup down there. Also, of course, we're, we're kind of like a, we're kind of projecting out chalk and yeah, seeing the chaos that could potentially ensue. It's and, probably it's likely, but yes, the way the way we first brought it up is more likely. Right. So Berge yeah. is is really hammered because no one he, none of these guys are getting by a car. And Will Lewan yes. and Caleb Young, they can at least advance another round. Now, the Young Lewan uh, winner, 357. So then you see where they drop in. That'll drop in and get the loser 218 and 217. So they're looking in a round of 12 match, probably like Jared Frannick, right? So that's probably, yeah. probably Fran- a tough match, Wait, but two, a winnable you said match. 218 loser, right? Which would, I mean, obviously, because of chalk, it's going to be. It's going to be Austin O'Connor. So you got the, six, O'Connor's 11. Oh, yeah, yeah, that match could go either way, honestly. Yeah, for sure. And two, 217 is likely going to be – I mean, Kendall Coleman could absolutely beat Jay Keating. He could lose to Jay Keating too. Kind of go right. either way. Um, oh, yeah, loser of 217. Yeah, loser of 217, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. going to be Jake King uh, or Kendall Coleman. Loser of 218. Probably yes, yeah. So that's that's just a lot yeah, more navigable. Castro's not bad too. Uh, Casto at – From at, Citadel? Uh, yeah. He's a tough guy. He's tough. And if O'Connor's really hurt, which he did not, uh, he was kind of looking like really hurt in the finals of uh, of the ACC. But at the same time, as good as Ed Scott's been, and as you know, hobbled as O'Connor looked, that was a one takedown match. I think maybe he got another one late, but I feel like it was one more late. But I think oh. there's one more late, like kind of garbage time takedown. But I mean, he wasn't that far out of it. That was hey the other thing you guys brought up uh, yesterday. Just I guess we'll probably get to is is the the score. You guys said the score was getting closer on the Griffith Wick, um, and it was like he kind of gave up a, a, a dumb reversal super late in the second period, and then he was winning by three at the end, and he gave up kind of like hey, I'm gonna give up this takedown type of thing, you know. So it was like the score is maybe not totally reflective of what the match was. That happens sometimes, but I just think. Man, you got to beat a really good guy three times. You got to beat a national champion hey, three times. 
They got Ed Scott's record wrong on the bracket. They have him listed at 22 and 1, but he has two losses. What's the other FYI. loss? He has AJ Kovacs, oh. which is his teammate, who's not even a starter. They probably didn't count that. <laughs> Why not? I, I think guy. I think because remember the 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 dresser clause they take out the uh, matches against teammates can't count for anything. Remember Wait, what? The, remember okay, you know this. Remember the last chance open where Coach Dresser had this. his had his guys wrestle each other so they could get more D one wins. They said well, I okay, a teammate doesn't count. They don't. They don't go on the record. Like I thought they just didn't like consider them as part of the seeding criteria. Um, well, yeah, it is sort of weird that's not on the record. Um, this is one of your little OCD things, I think, Ben. I mean, it doesn't count. <laughs> it says 22 and 1. I see two losses. It should be on the freaking record. Yeah. Well, like, Bernie Truax, they're treating it like Bernie Truax has lost to Mark Hall. Like, it's But not... that's a post-grad. That's a post-grad. That's different. Yeah. This is a pre-grad. Way. Pre-grad, yeah. If he's, a, if he's a college competitor, it should be on the record. Okay. So all right, no, no other issues. No other issues, Your Honor. Uh, I'm just l- taking a quick glance here. Yeah, not a, not a ton else. This was okay, except for I mean the Bergy thing is is brutal. Um, so yeah. where would you put him? Uh, would you move Caleb Young down further, or would you put him at like? Uh, I mean, like I can see you putting him in place like say a Jacob Wright at twelve or. Maybe thirteen, Justin Thomas. Or you know, K- Caleb. I don't know, man, because Caleb's losses. I mean, he's got some of them are fine, like Carr and Monday, but he has quite a yeah. few. Got lost to Ed Scott. Justin, where did Humphreys get seated? He got the seven. Seven. Um, he lost to Brayton, who sort of probably doesn't count. Lost to Bergie twice. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't – I'm not sure. Maybe – I mean, so then you're not really mad if you go Bergie 9 and then bump Caleb Young down to 10 and then just move everyone else down a rung? I'm, I am Caleb okay Young with beat that. beat Rob twice, right? Yes. And that's that's so, how they then you bump that Rob set that down. table. Yeah, that's the yeah. funny thing. It's like, okay, Young gets the benefit. It's obvious what they did there. It's like, okay, Young beat Rob, Rob beat so, so he's ahead of him. So you can see how head-to-head sets the table, but sometimes they just completely ignore it, like in the case for Brady. Yeah. Coach of the year. Okay. Strange. What? It is strange. 65. Uh, but this this was basically, I think, spot on and, and what we basically expected, too. Yeah. I don't I don't see the issue. I, I like that they put – you guys had Peyton Hall a little lower. I like that you guys – they moved him up to the – with the nine – um, you know, because I think the 12, 12, 13 will be way too low for him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like where it's at. Yeah, I, I think I think it's pretty good. And you know, a, a Hamidi Griffith quarter is should be fun. That's got to be one of the best quarters. There's there's going to be. I don't know if it's the most. It's not going to be maybe the most important quarter for like team race and stuff, but yes. for entertainment and style clash and just a, a true measuring stick for for Hamidi. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, Karchla, yeah, that should be a fun one. So Karchla versus Keegan going to be a quarter in all likelihood. Now Karchla's got to now stay woke on Jake Wenzel that second round match for Karchla because they had a tough match already, right? Did, they, did they, they definitely were, wrestled. I, I thought it was close. I'll, I'll look. Okay, I'll look faster. They definitely wrestled. Yeah, he six, beat him four three. three. 
or three. No. All right, so it's close. So that's uh, given Karchler's struggles underneath. You know, yeah. he, that's that's a notable match there for for him. And then Keegan would have an opportunity against uh, the guy who beat him last year at NCAs, Wenzel or Karchler. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I, either way, it's it's not a for the two seed a pretty tough quarterfinal match, really, from, well, from a I mean, stylistic this is standpoint. Just, it's one that goes deep, so you're going to have to wrestle someone pretty good in the quarters. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. uh, c- contrast that with Canigliero or Hall will be the Wick quarter. That's I mean, Hall's, Hall's kind of good, and obviously Evan got the one, and so, he, he, you know, 8-9 is going to be a little worse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe it's closer. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking just style-wise. Style matchup style for Keegan. Wise. Yeah. Be, because, um, oh well. Oh, here I'll say this right now. If you were, if you're Brian Smith, and you could just pick, and you could say sure, you can be a Marinelli yeah, spot. No, no, no. If you be a Marinelli spot Marinelli. or Keegan spot, you would take Marinelli spot in a heartbeat. You're gonna have bars. Well, I mean, but I mean, just beat Karchla. Um, I know, I know that. But I, th- I don't know. I so I, I I don't see honestly. I I I would say Marinelli is probably a little. I, I agree a little easier. I don't see it being a gigantic difference. Okay. Yeah. I I just view I just still view Karchla as a bigger bigger threat for whatever reason. And I view Wentz the idea of Wenzel. If Wenzel's right, so if Keegan sees Wenzel, that means he beat Carson Karchla, which means he's wrestling really yes. well. Whereas, and that's someone who has beaten Keegan. Whereas. Alex Marinelli, Cam yes. Amin. I don't know. I, I just think that's a better matchup for Keegan. I think, I think okay. Keegan matches up better with Cam. Okay. I mean, so it was – he did have a close – so, I mean, Keegan only has one loss. So, it's only one guy in the bracket that's beat him. Um, and he had a relatively close match with Cam Amin. It was what – I think it was second round because Amin beat uh, Monday, first round last mm. year of NCAAs. And the second round match was – it was – I, I – I want to say 4-3, but let me look real quick. Real quick. Uh, five, 5 2 So you know, okay. it was a tough match. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, I, I, I think so. it's a great draw. I think, honestly, it's a great draw for Marinelli when you think about it from the Iowa perspective. Um, even though, I mean, at the same time, you could be, if you're Michigan, you're saying, listen, if we get to Bull, so very close match last time, takedown away. No from, takedowns. No takedowns. No takedowns in the match. If you can get one. You be you could be in the match, but for Marinelli, yeah. you know, I think style matchup wise, you avoid Griffith, you avoid Wick, you avoid uh, Hamidi for the third time. I think it's a mm-hmm. I think it's a reasonable draw to the semi, and then Keegan will see. Yeah. Okay, then we've got sure. seventy four. We've we've lamented seventy four and the Labriola Kimmer. So we can skip there. I already mentioned the Starachi Kimmer opportunity is huge for Iowa if they can capitalize on it. But if they can't, then they don't. 84. Aaron Brooks should have forfeited is, to Miles Amin. He'd be the one seed. Sorry to say it. Uh, I mean, those top four are all really, really tough. I was hoping Parker would somehow scoot to the three, but I kind of knew it was unlikely because I think Truex at five is way tougher than. Munoz is six, but Romero at seven is also pretty damn tough. For so. Park, for Kekaisen, who do you think he matches up better with, Miles or Aaron Brooks? I, I, probably Miles because he's he's not quite as stingy defensively. 
Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I mean, listen, they're both really good. So all those top four are all super impressive. I guess that was my, that was my point. It's like for, for yeah. Parker, it's like, well, you, it's a semi against um, Miles or a semi against Brooks if he makes it there. Like Bernie Truex will have his say for sure and some other guys. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I Oh, I my think gosh. For- wait. I totally forgot. Oh, my God. Wait. Truex got decked by Trey Munoz. How did he stay at the five? I'm not entirely I sure. I forgot. I totally forgot that. I yeah. guess because he beat Munoz two other times. Yeah, so he gets Maybe. the head, head-to-head benefit despite the the more recent Stead loss. Who is, so who is Munoz? Munoz's other loss is to Britt Wilson. Where did Britt Wilson get thrown in the bracket? He's 12. Only down at 12. Hmm. They kind of okay. hate Britt Wilson. I thought he could be a little higher. He's been pretty good Who's, this year. He's uh, returned, he was six oh, last Britt year. Britt Wilson lose to. Britt Wilson lost to Truex Munoz. So he went one away. Five and Munoz. six. Amin, and he lost to Braun Angle. That kind of hurt. Braun Angle's the nine. I mean, that's yeah. not too bad. I mean, he's the nine. Braun Angle's the nine. Braun Angle's the nine? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But hold on. Uh, Braun Angle had, listen, he had a good conference tournament, but he did not have a good season. He lost to, I said, the win over Britt Wilson, but then he lost to Truex, Truex, Poznanski, Assad, Salazar. He has a win over Max Lyon. I guess he beat Taylor Benz. He lost to Weiler. He lost to Assad again. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's too high for Braunegel. I mean, the, c- contrast the Braunegel resume with the Berge resume and just help me understand it. I, I don't. Uh, okay, so who would I move up in this bracket then? Let me see. Because that's – so Vans, I guess he's got Brit. the winner of Vans. So maybe you don't – you move Britt up? Yeah. Probably. It's, what about Gavin Kane? Does he uh, – because – He's beaten Bowen he beat, twice. He beat Bowen twice, but Bowen's not had a good season. Maybe everyone at this weight just stinks. Is that possible? Hmm. Well, one guy got bronze in the Olympics. Uh, <laughs> so. I mean, pass, pass, pass four. Pass four. Okay. Let's see. Okay, can we move? Let, let's see if we can move. So, Gavin Kane, he has a loss to Heidley, a loss to Heidley. He lost to Ethan Smith. Ethan Smith was up. Wait. Oh, Gavin Kane was down a weight. Mm-hmm. So at 184, he only has two losses to Heidley. He's got a win over Chris Weiler, Caleb Hawkins, uh, Hopkins, Bolin, Bolin, Harvey. Who, Harvey probably didn't make the tournament, right? Yeah, I think he, no, he's in. Okay, so I mean, I guess it's not; it's limited. So uh, yeah, Kane does feel a little low there at 14. Feels a little so, low. UNC is like landmine central. All their guys got like outside the top ten seeds. Zach Sherman's a returning All American in a pigtail. You got a national champion thirteen. You've got a guy in Kane uh, who's been good all year at fourteen. Kijon Clark was like a top eight, nine, ten-ish guy, and now he's at like fifteen or so. Um, yeah. I think there's someone else. So they're there. They could be yeah. some upla- upset monsters there. Maybe there was just destruction at this way, and everyone was losing to everyone here. Cause... Yeah, you've got this elite top four, and then I do think there is a lot of parity from five on. Well, so we could... Marcus Coleman, I mean, if he could beat Jeremiah Kent, he'd probably be the five, honestly. Truly. Truly. I mean, he's lost to who lost to Kent Eisen. He lost to um, Parker. So he lost to Parker twice, He lost, and he lost to Kent twice, maybe? Yeah. I think that's his only losses, right? Those are pretty good losses. 
but the Kent one hurts. Twice. I mean, two times. Back to back. Let's see. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. He lost to Kent, Kent, Kekaisen, Kekaisen. He's got wins over. I'm going to make his case. He's got wins over Venz, Max Lyon, Tate Samuelson, Darren Roberts, Dakota Gear, uh, Keegan Moore. Keegan Moore. I probably put him up a little higher. Yeah, that's a pretty good season. Must let, he's, must he's not seated. He is not seated behind anyone that he beat, though. Okay, what about Romero? Romero, I, I, yeah, honestly, you could maybe slide Romero up above. I don't know. All right, we'll just leave it. It's good. You know, we're not going to change we these. We won't change it. We won't change them. NCA, you're off the hook for now. We may decide to change for them now. later. 197, we knew we've been talking about this way, and like we're going to see crazy second-round matches r- yeah. regardless, no matter what. And it, that's exactly the case. And we're going to see a lot of yes. chaos here at this weight class. Super deep. It's the weight of chaos, and it's the the Iowas and the Penn States are going to need some chaos here if they want to um, unseat Penn State, if they want to avoid a Max Dean championship. But Dean's set up. I mean, he's the, he's the rightful one seed. His draw, I think, is pretty pretty solid. Um, Norfleet, yeah. he already dominated this year, and then he's yes. looking at Caffey or Dupre in his quarter. He he looks like he's surpassed Caffey, and in that that loss looks like an outlier. And Dupre, yeah, you would favor him there. And they probably actually they probably wrestled um, from Who, the yeah. and Caffey. Mm, no, Dean and Dupre. Let me look it up. I don't Dupre. remember them competing this year. Yeah, but, but, yeah I mean, he lost in the past. Yeah, well, no, no, not this year. I know they split. So it was a sudden victory for Lou and a. Uh, 4-1 for Max. So they've, you know, they've wrestled each tough other. Match. Tough match. So who regardless, are Lou's losses to this year? Dupre's? Yeah. He's not been as good. He's uh, actually just kidding. Right, he's he's 26 and 3. That's quite salty. He lost to right, Elam. I'm going to tell you. He lost to Panola and he lost to Schultz. So Panola's the bad. The, the, honestly, he should be a little higher then. Maybe. Bad loss. I mean, number seven, Rocky so Elam. He's right behind Elam no, who no, beat him. Okay. I think it's fine. Yeah. Went over Trumbull, uh, lost to Elam, went over Pence, went over Stout again, lost to Panola, lost to him. Yeah, okay, he's where he should be. Yeah. So yeah. We're go- on the one hand, Dean's going to have someone that beat him in the past in this quarter. On the yeah. other hand, I don't, I don't know. Now his semi for – I really hate the quarter on the bottom though. Uh, Nino Brucky, Buchanan, Elam. No, no, Buchanan, Elam, and Bastida are all like in the same quarter. I know they can't go on a that. run. They're gonna beat each other yeah. up. But, but that's what we we knew that would happen somewhere in these brackets. And we're gonna yeah. have a Bolsick Schultz round two. Uh, I kind of like Warner's spot. Claw, I do too. The Northern Colorado kid, and then Panola. I don't think he's ever lost to or Pence and Pence is hurt, so it's likely gonna be Panola. Um, then obviously he's going to have a tough quarter because he's never beaten Schultz, but he's a six, so he's got to have a tough quarter. Exactly. And then, so yeah, what what you were saying, Elam, Bastida, probably round three in the second round, which is nuts. That sucks. And then winner gets Buchanan or Trumbull, but probably Buchanan, we think, although seeing two seeds lose has happened before. So yeah, for Buchanan... You know the two. Sometimes the two seeds like pretty rough, and I think it's similar here. Like 
Trumbull's a really good 15. Stout is a, a, yeah. is a really big, strong athlete. Then you've got Elam or Bastida who have, who have been yeah. right there. So, I mean, and maybe it's just my feel, but like with, uh, I feel like Warner getting Panola at the 11s, like really, he really likes that. Cause like, I feel like Woodley at the 13 or Sloan at the 12 would be a tougher matchup for him. That's a fact. And, and Panola's like big, brutish, physical hand fighter guy. And that's, yeah. that's okay. Cause Warner can handle or that even kind Bastida. of a match. If Bastida got bumped down one, it'd be a way tougher match for him. Yeah, seriously. I would love if I could like magically flip those brackets for Elam. I would love to flip Bastida and Panola right now, or <laughs> Warner and Elam, one of the two. Just for your Missouri Tiger style. Absolutely, Tiger yeah. style, baby. <laughs> oh my gracious. Um, okay, then heavyweight. I talked about this a little bit. Um, missing matches is was rewarded here for sure. Um, I can't I can't get with Kirkfleet at the four. He should be higher than that. He beat Mason Paris twice. Mason Paris is the consensus number two guy coming into this year. He's only lost to you can't Gable Stevenson losses don't count for anyone. That's not a thing that is brought up in any sort of seeding discussion. Okay, losing to Gable is nothing. So throw that out that no, Mason lost no, to him you gotta, twice. You gotta bring that up. You gotta bring it up. No. Uh, I won't. Uh, so Kirkfleet's only losses are to Cassiope, okay, who's the, the rightful – I mean, I think Cassiope could be the two, honestly. Um, and I think Kirkfleet should be the three, and I think Schultz should be the four because Schultz um, doesn't have a win that is as good as Kirkfleet's two wins over Mason Paris. Also, Arizona State and Penn State wrestled, but the coaches did not wrestle Colton Schultz against Greg Kirkfleet. They are that rewarded. Annoying. That's annoying, and it is being rewarded. Colton gets the two. I mean, it was is brilliant. I look, it worked. They they they're they're playing chess out here, being strategic, and it, it did work for for Colton. He is the two, and now but the, the I would love to flip Hendrickson and Wood. Also, P.S. Mm-hmm. Sure, but let's, let's stay on stay on the. Trying to stand. No, because you're. I mean, like you're. You're just right. So it's like it's not even fun to talk about because it's just so obvious. <laughs> it's like, very it's obvious. Like, I know, no, I'm not gonna argue with you. You're right. It's easy. Yeah. Well, and Mason totally at the it. seven. It's like man, Mason's lost to one guy really, uh, other than Gable. It the Kirk Kirkfleet, and now he's the seven. Like he's undefeated against Schultz. He's undefeated against Cassiope. Um, Cassiope last year beat Schultz twice. There's nothing that says that Schultz. Has surpassed Wait, do these you guys. hate it if you're Michigan right now? No, you love it. You kind of love it. You love it. It's great. I mean, six would be great to get Cassie. I mean, but real, but he's no. I mean, Cassiope because you've only you've always beaten Cassiope. I think you love it, and you know if Mason makes the finals here, and I crunched it real quick. If Mason makes the finals and Max Dean gets third, based on projections, Penn State wins. It's is up by half a point. So that's a very subtle thing that could happen that could that could twist it. Now, Schultz versus Paris, that could be we could have seen that here in Austin, but but uh Colton was Colton did not wrestle. Damn nice coronavirus. Time. Hey, this it, the coronavirus went away in the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you noticed. That was <laughs> disappeared. Gone. Uh, Gone. But not forgotten. We don't ever have to discuss it. Well, except on planes. You still gotta wear your mask on planes. Very dangerous on the planes. Nowhere um, else. 
So yeah, I didn't I didn't like how they did this here. And for Penn State, it could have a. I think the seeds are were pretty painful for for Penn State um, in in some aspects. So um, hey, we we kind of we got the heavyweight, and we've got a special guest who. Um, well, we do. Well, you didn't tell me we had a special guest. Yeah, I did in the tweet at least that uh, I think I told you somewhere. It's David Bray. He's reporting live from Hershey, Pennsylvania, oh. Chocolate Town, USA. David, what's up at PIAA's? Hey, I'm just happy to be in the category of special guest. I, I feel very honored. Um, <laughs> PIAA's, we just got kicked off uh, a little over an hour. Good action already. But so the AA division is going on this morning. AAA starts this afternoon. Um, ton of good action. Triple A's a little deeper than double A, but we're going to see the, the, uh, PIAA return of Ryan Crookham here in, uh, in probably the next hour or so. Okay. Well, everyone's got their eyes on Ryan Crookham. He has been hurt for a while. Um, give us David, maybe the, the one weight that wrestling fans, if you haven't been following high school or PIAA very closely, what's the best weight at PIAA's? Yeah, that's a good question. There, there are that are pretty good if you can only watch one uh you're gonna, you're gonna, i'm gonna give you a choice you're gonna choose between AAA 113 or AAA 132 but if i can only pick one i'm gonna go 113 we've got number five zach jackaruso number six to hear parkins and number 16 kale mazio in addition to a bunch of other really good guys oh man hershey uh -oh. internet is not good kick him off tyler sorry david we tried we tried didn't work. But yeah, PIAA starting today, which is uh, crazy. Um, excited for that. He's there. JD's there. I think we got some other people on the ground in Chocolate Town. Very, very awesome state tournament. Okay. Back back to our regulars. That was a one-minute guest. One of our shorter guests uh, ever. But you know what? High impact. The only Johnny from Roanoke had less airtime than David Bray. <laughs> Oh, great callback. All right, we have some questions because we haven't done questions. I feel like we haven't done questions in like three weeks. Well, yeah, I think we, we had some we last week, but we did not. Uh, yeah, we've been busy. You're Jordan on Tuesday. We had Shane on, on Wednesday, and now it's you and I. So does Penn State have a lock to win an individual title? It's a good question. Uh, an individual title. There's no. They don't have a next topic, in my opinion, for sure. They don't have a next topic. Nope. Um, I would say their most likely champ, I would have to say, is Nick Lee. Would you agree with that? I think Rocky's number one. Yeah, man. They have, a, they have a lot of guys I think are going to win NCAAs, to be honest with you. Um, I think I think Rocky and Nick Lee win for sure. I don't know. I Here's why I say yeah, Nick Lee. Probably, probably Aaron Brooks. Here's why I say Nick I Lee. I think Dayton's going to win, though. I think Dayton's going to win, too. Okay. Wait, did you say Dayton or Dean? Dayton. Dayton. Yeah, yeah. Dayton Dwayne Fix I mean, is my pick at 133. He has been all year. Dean? Also. Dean's kind of set up pretty nice, too. I think he's got a good setup. Here's here's my thing with Nick Lee and why I think okay. it's him. So. This guy, one, his path to the finals is is a lot more advantageous, in my opinion, than Starachi's. Starachi is going to have a really tough semi. I don't think, so. um, I don't think Nick Lee's going to have that. Two... We know for a fact Nick Lee's best uh, competition is injured. 
Sebastian Rivera and and Jaden Ironman are unquestionably hurt to the degree of which we don't know, but yeah. they are hurt. They both forfeited out of their conference tournament, and those are the only two guys I think we are even given a remote shot at beating Nickley. And they're already underdogs, and also they're hurt. And he only has yeah. to beat one of them. He cannot wrestle them okay. both. So it's Nickley. I, I agree. Nickley more than Curtis Taraki. More than Carter, who who have a tough one. Um, I still think I still will probably pick Brooks to win NCAs, but after no one, I'll probably pick Brooks. Still, yeah, not a lock. He just lost. He just lost. Okay, good question from FRL listener. Okay, mm-hmm. this is I want to ask this one so bad. Folk styles is better oh. than freestyle. Ouch. Acts. Uh, he says at Ben Askren, what was Austin Gomez doing that allowed him to finish on Sasso when so many other high le- level wrestlers can't? Yeah, I mean, I didn't see anything technical, so it just he just must be really powerful. I mean, that's really? kind of something that is uh, that simple. Yeah, my, Power? Well, that's something one of my old coaches taught me, uh, Sean Charles. He said, "Man, especially when you're watching film these foreign dudes, like if it don't look like anything special, if it looks like damn, how how they finish that? They're just really, really freaking strong." And so, I mean, when I watched that, there was nothing really different that he was doing uh, from a technical standpoint. Um, I think he's probably just really powerful. That'd be my guess. I haven't wrestled with him, so I can't tell you. Well, I mean, point to a technical difference. I don't know. Yes, um, he, was, he was doing what he was supposed to be doing, but it was just like usually doing what you're supposed to be doing doesn't get you a takedown against Sammy Sasso in those positions. Yeah, well, well for one, it was all head outside, um, and it wasn't fast, right? I um, mean, well, I thought sa- the second one was head inside. Can we? Is there a clip on YouTube that we bring um, up or no? I don't know if there's a clip on YouTube. I'm looking at the, the first takedown. Where are you watching it right now? Big Ten. Uh, I have it. Uh, yeah, my my Hulu thing. Um, oh, damn. Um, I, you should have prepared me. I could have been there. Well, I, there was do, in the do doc. A screen share. Screen share. No. Every match, championship round match. Okay. Well, here this is every championship round match. I should be able to find it real quick. The Give other like one was just seconds. like a double egg. Um, it was a low. Du- it was a low double. Low doubles are the best shot against scramblers. Uh, let's see. Okay. No, it wasn't. Boom. It actually, wasn't. He finished double. He shot head inside and finished head outside on the second one. Okay. Let me. Uh, I'm. I'm trying to bring him up quick here. Yeah. He had I a have third it. takedown. No, too, I. Right? I. Th- I. Th- I, th- uh, I think it's literally just he's super strong. I mean, I think there's. That that's the thing in wrestling, guys. I mean. It helps. Being strong freaking helps big time. All his finishes were head outside. I think that's got to be okay. <laughs> that's got to be mentioned. Sammy yeah, is most dangerous head inside. All three finishes came head outside. I feel like Sammy's really good head outside generally also. I mean, it's not like he gets taken down a whole bunch. I, I think there's a difference in his scrambles. Head okay. inside. He tries to – I feel like – listen, I'm not the scrambler. But I feel like he yeah. tries to feed everything head inside. And if you get head outside, he's trying to move it inside so that he can work. Hmm. Um, so, okay, head outside. Yeah, I mean, but to get this foot off the ground, because Sasso's in good position. I'm watching the first one. He's in good yes. position. So for Austin to get his foot off the ground there, you do have to be pretty powerful. He's, he's in good position. He's doing the right techniques, but he's also pretty strong. Yet another example of don't cut weight, just get big. Get big, be strong, yeah. be your strongest self. But yeah, when you get you mm-hmm. got the he got the high crotch shelf I'm there. Almost to this other one. Okay, all right, boom. 
Yeah, I just, I mean, honestly, he just got strong on it. There's not really. Get strong on it. There. That sounds like, that sounds like the Shenandoah Valley yeah. corner. I mean, <laughs> part of wrestling, guys, for sure. Yeah, there was nothing like unique or different, totally. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did, from FRLQ Asker, Dean, how did Penn State go from the highest scoring top position team in the country to the highest stalling top position team in the country? This is a good question. Well, I would say the wrestlers they recruited, this is how they wrestle on top, whereas Jason Nolf and Zane and David Taylor were turners when they when they got to Penn State, and then they were leveled up from that perspective. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Um, Although Zane, yeah, was Zane, mean, really, Zane wasn't really – Zane was I don't know. not a turner in the beginning. He was a mm-hmm. rider. He was a clingy little backpack, but he didn't turn a lot of dudes. That's a good year. point, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and I don't obviously I didn't watch these guys in high school, so I don't I don't I think but obviously David Taylor was well known that he was a great turner. Um Ed Ruth Bo always Nicolai had the cradle. Be the same thing. Ruth had the cradle. Yeah. So uh yeah, but these dudes they can't turn nobody. So I mean if, if there's a vulnerability in Penn State this week, it's because they're not scoring. I mean, if if this was the teams ten years ago, those top five would be scoring about I don't know, 25 bonus points? Yeah. Bonus, Mm -hmm. right? And this current crop, I don't know, maybe 10, 12, maybe? Yeah. Not a lot. Their bonus points were adding like another national champion's worth of points. Yeah. Which is. Maybe 23 or 25 is low because like David Taylor is getting seven or eight himself usually. And Ruth was getting something similar. Yeah, you were racking it up. He had nine. uh, David Taylor had nine and a half bonus points. Uh, his sophomore, sophomore year. year, yeah, four pins mm-hmm. in attack, nine and a half bonus points is like what you get for like fourth or fifth place. So basically, he got a first and a fifth place with his one tournament. Yeah, we yes. should probably go back and look at some of those. But yeah, um, how uh, the how I don't know. I think it's also the trend in, in wrestling. Yeah, I mean, there's still some obviously great top workers, but um, yeah, the, I mean, those, those guys were all all, all kind of all time turners, right? Exactly. Uh, all on the same team. Next question. Another. It's about top as well. The F, the evolution of the top position. How has it changed over the past twenty years? Has it changed at all? Or are wrestlers being coached for control instead of scoring? Is near fall less common in top ten matchups? Oh, I don't. I don't know the answer to that for sure. I mean, I know there was that the period like right around me, right after me, was atrocious because the trend got to be like drop on their leg and shelf it, and that was it was so bad. It was so bad, so much stalling. Um, and so, has the trend? I don't know. I, I would love to see a chart of like percentage of pins. Or percentage of back points, you know, they tried to obviously make go from a three point near fall to a four point near fall in order to incentivize turning more. Um, I, I don't know from a historical context; it, it's hard to say. I, I my guess would be it's not really that much different, but I don't know for sure. Do you think Iowa will outperform their seeds despite Ben's analytics? Not saying they win, just outperform their seeds. Let me see. So, so Ayala well, is the thirteen. They got lucky at 33. 
So because if he was three, he wouldn't. But at five, he probably will. Correct. I agree with that. I would say twenty-five. They 25. have a good chance. Coin flip. Um, but we're talking about the thirteen, so it's not like a major yeah. impact if you get top twelve. Um, yeah. If DeSanto could yes. forty-one, probably hold is probably best case scenario hold there. Uh, it's coin flip because you could lose to Sebastian also, and then yeah, it would be a two. Correct. Forty-nine. Eight's about right. Probably, yeah, it's about right. I could, I could I see him. Like... I could see him going with the the SoCon guys, higher. Campbell and Milner, and maybe picking one of those guys off. But yeah. um, a little higher. I feel like Caleb Young's gonna. I don't think he's gonna all American from there. No, not the way he looked at Big Tens. Uh, not likely. So he's, yeah. but he's not. He if he loses in the round of twelve, then he basically wrestles to seed. 65 bull. I feel good about him wrestling. Well, I I think he could outperform. If he if he, if he makes the finals, he's outperformed his seed. But if he loses in the semis, then you get Ben's scenario potentially playing out, um, which he does underperform. I think Kimmer. So that would be my scenario. He loses to Keegan, then he loses to Hamidi in the Conti wrestleback or or Griffith potentially. I think Kimmer is about right. I think he could make the finals. I think he could be fifth. But he could also injury default out. That, that's he, a, you know that's a concern. That's a concern. Yeah, eighty four. Assad's the eighteen. That's about right. Ninety seven. Warner six. About right. Cassiope third. He could be fourth. That's the problem is uh, going into NCAs. You're always thinking that's about right. You know, like that's what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, and then. You know, and then obviously yeah, one or two. I mean, because this what happens is if one or two, it's not all of them underperforming. It's one or two going way below, right? That's that's the issue. You know, a Marinelli at a one, and then DNPing or something like that. You know, exactly. So it only takes one or two of them to go way way low, and and then that that skews the graphic. But else, also that's the points, right? You go from uh, someone who should get. 15 points to someone who should get two points and that's a, that's a gigantic move yes huge move yeah from wick jacoby okay pile aka number one mizzou mizzou hater precedes show only two mizzou aas i'm sure you would love this but the disrespect is real given conferences what's the real over under for hashtag tiger style uh, well wick it, so. it, it, it's funny because they had a really tough schedule this year so what happens their seeds got a lot tougher. That's the way it works, Wick. And two, I think they could get more. I mean, I, I, Keegan's a lot. Hart and Mako are the next possibles. Well, I would say Elam. Um, I'm sorry. So Keegan and Elam are there. So I was throwing out the ones that were seeded to oh, all American. Correct. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it might just be two. I mean, those guys are going to yeah. have to out better wrestle. Mako? This is another one where it's like a better, it, they're a much better conference team. And we talk about, some people don't understand the difference between a conference tournament and a nationals, right? Because Mizzou kind of has 10 pretty damn solid guys yeah. who even, you know, Big 12's not the toughest conference tournament, the second one. It, they're going to all place pretty high, mm -hmm. you know? So you get Elam at third, Elam at third, Kent at second, Mako at second, Peyton, uh, Keegan at first. You know, uh, like all these guys are going to be pretty high. Yeah, but then you go to the Nationals, and they don't have very many guys that can make the finals. I mean, honestly, 
If Ehome could beat Bastida, I think he's got a chance to make the finals when you look at his payoff. But he's got to beat Bastida. And we don't know if he could do that because he's lost to him twice in a row now. Um, who else is going to place in the top three? Like nobody, you know? So, Yeah, I would yeah, say two tough. is two is right. I would say if you're setting the over-under for All-Americans, I'd say it's probably one and a half. And it, Elam will either place or he won't because Elam's going to have a very tough second-round match. And uh, that's going to make it, you know, he's no, he's no gimme to, to place. So we'll see. Yeah. It's up to them to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 100%. Do, I think, do we think Carson Carter is struggling with a weight cut and would be stronger up a weight? Mm, so I remember. I so there was a ton of chatter about Carson wanting to go 74 like a couple of years oh, really? ago. A couple of years ago. Um, going into like not this season but the season before after Reggie, everyone was like he wants to go up. He's beating these guys and he doesn't want to cut down. I thought he made Ethan Smith go up. He he, well, technically in a way he did, but it sounded like they really liked him at sixty five and want. I think their preference was Carson at sixty five and Smith at seventy four. I so I don't know. My answer is I don't know, but I'm just seeing your question makes me remember this. The discussion was yeah. well, he kind of wants to go up, so I don't know. I think he looks like a reasonably size sixty five. He's not particularly tall. Yeah. He's a very thick, strong looking guy kind of a nato type of build but i don't know yeah um and then i you know i think he just gas tanks not his strong suit so you know like committee got him really tired and that's um it's gonna happen sometimes that will happen sometimes i think carson for what whatever it's worth i think he probably needs to stay where he's at because next year they're gonna bring in gallagher at 57 you, they got to get someone else at 57 and then 65 and they because they, they return everyone. Ethan Smith's back. Caleb Romero's back. So you're going to want to hold there. You're going to want to wrestle yeah. kind of a similar lineup while you insert your – Gavin Hoffman's back. Hoffman's yeah. back, exactly. Rocky Jordan's back um, if he can get into the lineup somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Hey, good show. Oh, we're quitting? We're qu- you giving well, up already? You see – oh, oh, no, we got to ask this one. Who do you think had the crazier oh, house growing up, Brands or Hydley? I think it's easy. Oh, really? Why? The the Brands, Brands. those two guys. Yeah. They were literally fighting. I mean, listen, Trent Trent Hydley is he? He's bananas, but like Hayden's a pretty like reasonable, measured guy. Yeah. I think I think Trent and is different just a when there's part. age gap. Also, what what do you mean? Because with age gap, like like with my kids, the older one picks on the younger one, and I'm like, hey, you're being a butt face. Knock it off. Stop picking on your little mm-hmm. sister, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're equal age, if they're the same age, then it's like, oh, you know, you can't say to one the other, like, hey, stop picking on your younger. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't I don't even know how to handle I don't have twins. I don't know how to handle that. They're just smashing each other through, uh, through walls just, and hey, stuff. Just, just fight to the death. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Trent Trent does add a lot of energy to it. Um, okay, but then it's like, but then if you're the older brother, then it's like, and listen, Max and I fought plenty, but I feel like there's still some responsibility to be more mature, and the younger one's allowed to get away with a little more stuff because they're the younger brother. Yeah, this was my problem. I was just not, <laughs> I was <laughs> not a good older brother to my middle brother, Weston. We fought a lot. It's not good. Oh man, not good behavior. Jeez, bad, not a good guy. Uh, let me <laughs> wow, make sure there's no there. good bad guy. Okay. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, I don't see any other really good questions. Yeah, we kind of hit on this one about power ranking the weights. Most likely the one seed wins. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's go. We're going we're gonna to beat it. Let's do it. Thanks All so right, much for listening. It. Fun show. Peace. We'll be back Monday. Don't you forget it, man. Oh, I won't shoot. We're it. Monday. I almost forgot it. I actually, I need to write that down somewhere. Put it on remember to not forget that we have the show on Monday. So we're Monday. No show Tuesday. Then Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday. will be on the show because I'm flying to Detroit on Wednesday. We'll, Thursday, we'll we're out. in person on Thursday? We're in person? We'll figure it out, yeah. Where? At the arena? TDB. At your house? Whose house? At my house, yeah. On the streets? Are we on the streets? Streets of the D. <laughs> it's cold in the All D. Right. All right. All right. Check y'all later. Thank you. Bye.